You're listening to Chamber Chat on PeoriaLife.com. Welcome to Chamber Chat, everyone. My name is Jeff Griffin, President and CEO of the Peoria Area Chamber of Commerce, and your host for the next 15-minute podcast here on PeoriaLife.com. A very special guest today, uh, Bobby Rice, Marketing Manager at the Wheels of Time Museum. And Bobby has, was one of the very first people I met when I moved to Peoria at a business after hours. So it's very special for me to have Bobby on our show. Bobby, welcome. Thank you for inviting me to come. We appreciate it. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. I think we met at a uh, business after hours. I can't even recall where. But I know this. I remember this much for certain. I don't think I caught your name before I had in my hands a Wheels of Time Museum uh, trifold inviting me and my family to come out to the Wheels of Time Museum. Probably. Wanted to make sure you came. <laughs> and, and we did. And we'll get to that in just a, just a moment. But sure. for our listeners that aren't familiar with Wheels of Time, uh, tell, us, tell us when it was founded, where it's at. Wheels of Time Museum was started out with two couples in 1977. That was their nucleus of idea. And then they invited others to join them. And by 1983, they had formed the facility to build one building. And it's located on North Knoxville. It's just north of the Peoria city limits. And we're across from Lake of the Woods now. So our address is 1710 West Woodside Drive, Dunlap, even though we're five miles from the town of Dunlap. Right. So we're just right next over the, the, the uh, city line. Right. So if you're heading north on Knoxville, folks, keep on driving and you'll see a big locomotive on the west right. side of Knoxville. And then uh, that's where you'll pull in and, and right. enjoy the Wheels of Time Museum. So give me some history because uh, I know I knew about Wheels of Time Museum. I thought I knew because I had several discussions with you, probably a half a dozen before I actually went. Right. And I was overwhelmed in a very positive way about what is all out there. And that's what's uh, difficult for people to comprehend. Right. They look at the size of the structures, and they don't realize that we have four buildings on four acres, encompassing about 30,000 square feet of exhibits on two different levels in two buildings as well. So there's a lot more to see than what the eye meets, because you're out there in a facility that you think that's kind of... And with not having anything for a frame of reference next to it, that's why it looks smaller than what it actually is. Right. It just went on. It goes on and on and on, and there's so much to explore. It does. And we have expanded from one building in 1983 that we started out with to four. We opened up our fourth building. It's the fourth season for it. And uh, so this has been going, growing on and on and on. And uh, we get different ideas, and then we try to uh, activate on them as we're able to right. and just keep going on. So last summer, it was, remind me, I'm slipping on it, it was the, the, the young ladies who took the trip across country. What was that exactly? Right. That was the Silver Streak. The Silver Streak. Right? And the Silver Streak <laughs> is coming back again okay. in September. Uh, right now, it is over in Richmond, Indiana Okay. Uh, for a, a place over there. But, yeah, that was a gal from Bradford that in the late 30s and early 40s traveled the country uh, to visit servicemen from Brad from the Bradford area. Yeah. So that was quite – it was quite a big deal because this car has never been restored. And to think that women, six women, would go out in this convertible from my 1926 Ford. Right. And, you know, basically there's no top. The luggage is on the side because there's no uh, – a place to put the luggage in the trunk. Right. And they're going out on the roads we have at that time, which some are dirt. They had quite an adventure each year so, that they went. Right. So the thing is why, I bring, tell me the name of the car again. I've it got, was called the Silver Streak. The Silver Streak. So um, 
briefly my experience with, with three children and my wife. Uh, not only did we get to visit the Silver Streak, we sat in the Silver Streak, and one of the uh, uh, museum guides told us that whole story. So the cool thing about this uh, is is you're touching history and you're feeling it. Right. And just to watch my kids' eyes light up as your 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 uh, your guide there told us a story. That's a magical place. It is. We also have a Model A in that same area, and yep. that's the one that also people are allowed to get into. That's in our newest building, and that exhibit is the Ford building. At the forefront of it's a Ford building, and that exhibit changes every month. And this month it's a series of pre-World War II cars. Next month it will be tractors. And anything with a Ford engine and has a tractor is a, is a qualification for this. And we'll probably have some special ones, including a Tiemann and a Schramm. And they have long stories, just like what the Silver Streak has to go through. And then we also intend to have, there'll be a tractor drive where a club from uh, Princeville area will come through. It's Central Illinois Harry Tractor Drive. And they will have their tractors at our museum for a few days after they're at the fair. And then they're going to come do a drive uh, from our museum out to Princeville Heritage Museum on July 22nd at 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So we're doing intercooperational things, and that kicks off the Heritage Day Heritage Days for Princeville Heritage Museum. Gotcha. So people need to, I mean, with the rotating exhibits and everything, people really need to head to wheelsoftime.org to stay up with, with what events are coming up, right? They do, and also our Facebook page, um, uh, because that also is, com- because we're also working on our 1931 Aaron's Fox fire truck. Gotcha. Which uh, has come a long way in three, a little over three years. When I first saw this, a truck. It was in the early 2000, and it was a derelict mess. <laughs> and now it's bright red. It's shiny. It's almost on the verge of being done, but it's not quite done yet. See that? That's cool. All right, folks, you are you are joining us today with a very special guest, Bobby Rice, marketing manager at the Wheels of Time Museum. I'm your host, Jeff Griffin, the Peoria Area Chamber of Commerce, and you're on Chamber Chat. PeoriaLife.com. We're talking about all the great exhibits out at the Wheels of Time Museum. And uh, those of you that are driving past the Wheels of Time out on Knoxville, you need to pull in and uh, and explore a little bit. Uh, you can hear in Bobby's voice the passion she has for the museum. And I know a lot of people uh, volunteer a great deal of time and effort to, to make it a success. Where do people come from? I know you have a guest book. I signed in from Peoria, Illinois, but where do people come from when they visit? Well, last year we had visitors from 21 countries and 46 states plus D.C. And so that's quite a big spectrum, and they came from yeah. all over the world. One day we had people from Tasmania and St. John's, Newfoundland the same day. Right. That gives you a far spectrum of the world. Right. We have that. And they found out about us through Facebook, through rack cards I've delivered, through the web, through promotion that you do through the chamber. And just a variety of ways uh, that they've learned about us, even uh, in Ram McNally Maps, going back, and also AAA. Right. I think sometimes, um, I mean, I get to see it every day. I feel very fortunate. But we forget between our hospital industry and Caterpillar and Komatsu, um, we have a lot of international travel through Peoria. We do. And these people that come through, many times they actually have found us someplace along the line that they want to visit. And we become a destination they may come in and visit our museum and not stop anyplace else in Peoria. So we try to do our best to uh, make sure that we leave them with a positive taste of, my gosh, that must be a nice place to live in because we love this museum. <laughs> it's a great museum. And we have them from Germany, from all over the world that come by. Um, we do have a few other new exhibits this year. We're working on a military exhibit uh, that has a Jeep, 
a mutt, and a Humvee. And they're on display for the entire season. So it's a series of three different vehicles that came through different, different war area. And uh, the Humvee is, uh, is one that is not armored because when it was made, they did not make them with heavy military armor. Okay. They realized later they had to do that, so they added that to it when they ended up in the middle of the Gulf War. So how do you go about, um, like the exhibit you just mentioned, how do you go about getting that? One of our stockholders had one of the vehicles, and then he gradually acquired the others. And a few years ago, we had another person that had a, see, the, the Mutt has a Ford engine in it. Okay. And... What's what's a mutt? I'm a mutt sorry. is a military utility military utility tra- tactical vehicle. Okay, and it was a dangerous vehicle because it can turn over very easily. All right, and several uh, it was used in the Vietnam era, and several of them did tip over, and there were many casualties of our soldiers in the mutt. But they built it because it had a suspension system they thought would be better for the terrain over in the Vietnam area in the in the con- jungle like that right so that's just an example one thing folks you can uh you can see out at the wheels of time museum going on right now and i'm noticing the humvee you have was used in service at fort campbell kentucky i see in my notes here right that? it and that's about all i know about it, is that that's right. we've tried to designate where they came from the owner tried has tried to so that we don't uh mislead someone where it might have been so we don't know any beyond where it came beyond that because when he purchased it that's the that's information he received from. right and he got it last fall but what right? What I was driving at is Fort Campbell, Kentucky. I have a uh, an uncle who's passed now, but he he lived in Fort Campbell really? for years and years and years, and uh, uh, he worked with General Schwarzkopf and General Powell, and oh, wow. and uh, yeah, very decorated right. uh, Army Colonel. So to me, that's a special piece of history that my kids can go and enjoy. right. And we're they're set up in a V shape or U shape, so you can actually walk up and stand beside them and take a picture for a photo op. Okay. And you know, we've talked a lot about cars and tractors and things of that nature. We also have things of women's fashion and toys and dolls and salesman samples, like a 1913 Avery cultivator, which is a precursor, and it was built on the north end, which is now Kumatsu Dresser. And the salesman sample, the salesman had to take it out of the farmers to see if they want to buy. This was horse-drawn vehicle piece mm-hmm. of equipment. We also have a Princess Peggy dress sample. And what it is, we have the doll and three dresses. Um, and then we have had a Princess Peggy dress, which is a house dress, and a quilt. These things were made in Peoria and Chillicothe. Right. And that company, uh, that building is called the Sheik Building down here on the south side, and they're just trying to re- rehab that now where this equipment was made. Right. There's so much rich history that you guys bring to light at the Wheels of Time Museum. And thank you. You're, you're right. There's uh, beyond the cars and the locomotives and everything, there's, there's all the the smaller stuff and the, the stuff with the local Peoria presence that you guys highlight. We do, and we also try to make sure when you walk in the door there, it's like you can forget you're living in Peoria because all of a sudden you're seeing so many different, you're being bombarded by different objects in front of you. And it's just kind of escape from the present outside and the smartphones, the computers, and everything else that you're dealing with in day life. Right. Leave the phones at home and go and enjoy a bit of a... a... Except for the factor now there's a camera on the phone. Oh, boy. And you can take pictures. So, you know, I'm just going to say bring the phone if if that's what your camera (laughs) is. But use it for the pictures and less for the the phone. All right. Bobby Bobby Rice, uh, marketing manager at Wheels of Time Museums, our guest on Chamber Chat today at PeoriaLife.com. Bobby, if people want to come and visit, when they want to come and visit Wheels of Time, what are the hours and admission? We are open Wednesday through Sunday. 
noon to 5, and also summer holidays like the 4th of July and Labor Day. Our admission is $7 for adults, three fifty for ages 3 to 11. Anybody younger than that is free. Perfect. It's a bargain. So everyone's got challenges. What are some challenges or some needs of the Wheels of Time Museum? Oh, gee. We have a lot of challenges. <laughs> uh, first of all, one of the things we talked about earlier is people see a steam locomotive up front and think, I don't care for steam locomotives. Why do I want to visit? Right. Well, there's so much more. And also, if when you think of a wheel, Wheels of Time, they think of cars. You have to think again. The bottle cap we have here is round. It's a wheel. Everything that we're dealing with in this world, bobbin in a, in a sewing machine, is round. So we're looking at this as a passage of time of, inter, of manufacturing, not just a car or truck or tractor or train. So there's so many things in there that pertain to life in the past history, the past 50 to 100 years. Right. Well, I tell you what, I, if listeners that have not been to Wheels of Time Museum, uh, don't do what I did and wait six months to get there. Bobby cranked my arm enough times. I finally went there and I'll tell you what, it is a magical place and there's a, there's a great deal of interactive stuff and organs to right. listen to and just, uh, I know my eyes lit up at age 45 and I also saw my kids eyes lighten up and, and we should cherish our history and uh, we appreciate what you're doing for, for tourism and, and for the community, Bobby. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, you got it. Thank you. All right, folks, you have been on chamber chat, listening to Bobby Rice, get on out to wheels of time museum this summer and enjoy Peoria. Thank you from PeoriaLife.com. PeoriaLife.com. <laughs>